On this episode of Through the Trauma Podcast, we are going to talk with Dr. G. Rex Cruley. He is a world-renowned doctor that has studied all over the world on the concept of healing through energy. I encourage you to listen to this episode with a non-biased opinion. I do realize that for some of you, that if this is a new concept for you, it may be a little above your head or feel a little bit out of reach to understand. But I do encourage you, there is power to be had through this way of healing. I can truly attest to that. So I encourage you to listen. I hope that you're encouraged by the things that he says, and I hope that he is able to shed some light on how the brain works, how energy works in our world, and healing trauma through it. Welcome to Through the Trauma Podcast. My name is Amber Larkins, published photographer, storytelling expert, visual artist, entrepreneur, speaker, and coach. This podcast was born from one question. How do I get inspiring stories of triumph out to the people who need to hear them the most? Come with me, enter my world where lives are getting changed, heroes are getting developed, and greatness is being achieved. All right, welcome to Through the Trauma Podcast. I am Amber Larkins, your host, and today I have with me Dr. G. Rex Cruley. He is an amazing doctor who specializes in applied quantum physics. He's a distance healer, which means he can work with anyone, anywhere. And he's a life engineer. His business is called Depth Healing, which means that he works in depth with people in any kind of trauma, any kind of issue he can help you work through. Dr. G, thank you so much for joining us. I am so happy to have you here. I'm very honored to be here, Amber. Thank you so much. So it's so funny because he is actually in Thailand. So we are across the world, yet I've had a session with you and it has been amazing. <laughs> so why don't you tell everyone kind of what you do? I know you can explain it a lot better than I can and how you work, what what this all means. And for those of you who don't know, maybe what like what quantum physics is, maybe he can explain that as well. I've been studying 53 years. And during those years, I apprenticed under uh, several great masters. Each, each one was a, like a different area of health or consciousness, mind and so forth and so on. So my the masters that I studied under for my mystic understanding of things is Japan, India, and Tibet. And then as a doctor, I apprenticed under four great master doctors uh, in the United States. And the last one that I apprenticed under was for eight years, Dr. Larry Obersky, and that's where I learned about the quantum field. And uh, over the over the decades, I had uh, acquired expertise in this area, that area, this area, that area, and a lot of energy uh, transfer. So then uh, in 2013, when I became a Diksha blesser in, uh, with oneness through Sri Rama Bhagavan in India, that was the icing on top of the cake. And it pulled everything together over time. So for the last 12 years, I was able to found depth healing. And uh, basically what I'm doing when I say qu applied quantum physics, 
I'm using frequencies. Quantum physics is the study of energy and, and what uh, the energetic reality of everything is. Everything is energy. You know, if, if you have a color, a taste, a smell, all it is is frequencies and energy. I use two primary types of uh, frequencies, destructive and constructive interference waves. And using that, I can talk to your nervous system. I can talk to your subconscious mind. I can talk to the entire quantum field with surgical precision. The fundamental basis of that's called self-kinesiology. But uh, the difference between me and most people is I can remove all uh, entanglement. So when I, when I ask a question, I'm getting a surgically precise answer. And then from there, whatever your issue is, I just change it for you. That is so interesting. And I know that if someone has never looked into this before, it's a very different way of healing. Um, or at least it was for me when I first discovered this, this way of healing and, uh, and even an understanding of the quantum field, it's, it's vast. It's a, it's big. So, um, maybe you can elaborate a little more on how that actually works or how energy even works within our world. Absolutely. So you have two, there are many, many laws of the universe. And there are really uh, high-level laws. Those are the ones that govern miracles that the divine, the divine does. And then there are uh, the lower laws, and that's all we need to concern ourselves with here, while you're while you're in a human form. And there's two of them. Two are the primary: perception, the law of perception, and then the law of resonance. That's what's operating everything. Okay, from subatomic particles to galaxies you've got that those two laws so perception gives you your vibration and your vibration gives you your life it gives you your life the people you know your friends your enemies it gives you your wealth your children your husband your daughter it gives you everything is through resonance Perception gives you the freak, uh, the vibration, and your subconscious mind is giving you the perception. So perception is from the subconscious mind, gives you, uh, you see something or perceive something a particular way. That is the way you're perceiving it, it sets the frequency or your vibration. That vibration. Uh, through harmonic resonance, everything and anything at any distance that has that frequency is coming to you and you're going to it. Everything and anything that is not the same frequency will never come to you and you will never experience it. So uh, like when you want to see where what is my subconscious mind right now, one of the ways to do it is to look at your surround. Who are your friends? How are you living? How much wealth do you have? How does your body feel? Because that's all 
everything, that's all you. It's nothing else. It's just you. It it's through resonance. But the 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 thing that's giving you that vibration is the subconscious mind. So I'm a doctor of the subconscious mind. Why not the conscious brain? That's a little area right here called the frontal cortex, because it's it's all but almost useless. It only processes 40 bits of information a second. That's 40 bits of information a second. And it's only operating a maximum of 5% of the day. The subconscious mind operates 24-7. It's processing 40 million bits of information per second. It runs everything. Um, but it's it's invisible. So you don't know. Now, the, the fundamental strata that you operate off of, you acquired it, all the programming in the subconscious, the, the fundamental database, last six years. From the time you're conceived until you turn seven, all you are is a vacuum cleaner at a rate of 40 million bits of information per second, sucking up data, 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 and it's all being taken in literally. There is no judgment process because the frontal cortex is not turned on yet. Mm -hmm. So the subconscious, she's operating at a frequency known as the theta brainwave pattern. It's like a dream state. Mm -hmm. Once the frontal cortex activates, you go into an alpha brainwave pattern. When you're listening to me right now, myself and Amber, you're in an alpha brainwave pattern. So once this kicks in at seven, it starts to make judgments and choices and all those things. But how is it doing it? It's doing it through the first six years database. And the trick is none of that data belongs to you. You just absorbed it. You do that, you're designed by the universe like that because it's a survival mechanism. If you're born in a village on the Amazon Delta, you require a very different set of subconscious data or software from a kid that was born in Manhattan, New York. Mm -hmm. Those, in order to survive, the kid in Manhattan, if he had the data from the, the Amazon or vice versa, they can't survive. It doesn't, it doesn't go together. So you, you absorb your mother, your father, the family, the house, the pets, the radio, television, computer, everything and anything. And that gives you the software, fundamental software that the, the conscious brain references. Now, how does that give you the perception? I told Amber before, if you have two guys, one guy from New York, big shot, multimillionaire, and uh, he's standing in a in a uh, very wet cow manure field with his buddy, the farmer. So his buddy, the farmer, that's his field. It's all fresh cow manure. It's all wet. It's all covered in flies. And the perception of the farmer is this is the greatest thing since sliced toast. So he never gets sick and he's immune systems at full power and he's manifesting a magnificent uh, farm. 
but to the businessman, he's thinking E. coli, flies, disease, it stinks. It just destroyed his shoes. That's his perception. So his immune system drops down. He's afraid. He's repulsed. He can't wait to get out of there. And the farmer is super happy. Same cow manure, two different perceptions, two completely different vibrations, which resonates by through resonance, gives two entirely different experiences and different worlds, mm -hmm. different health. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. That, I mean, it totally makes sense to me. Um, it's so interesting because the more that you embark on this idea of the brain, the more that it's intriguing. I find it intriguing. Um, the very first book that I read that really kind of started shifting my mindset around this was uh, Psycho-Cybernetics, I believe. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. By Maxwell Maltz, that's how I healed my back when I broke it in half. George Goodhart Jr., we set my back and then he had me do the meditation by Maxwell Maltz, Psycho-Cybernetics. Yeah. And in 12 weeks, I, I healed. Uh, my back was broken right in half. It was healed. That's amazing. He talks about in this book, he talks about the um, theater of the mind. Do you remember that part in the book? It's been a while since I've read it, but I believe that's- I read it about uh, 40, 30, 40 years ago, but it just re helped me remind me because I, I, I know the fundamental strategy, uh, like the back of my hand, but mm -hmm. what, what part was interesting to you, honey? He, he talks about going into like your own theater and watching yourself. So like, for example, oh, yes. if you're trying to get better at sales, for example- then you imagine yourself like going in, sitting down in this theater and watching yourself on screen and you make your own movie on the screen, but you're watching it. So it's a, it was just very intriguing to me. And, and I couldn't put the book down. I read it and recommended it again and again and again. Then I read mm -hmm. Joe Dispenza's book. Um, I think mm -hmm. it's called the, I'll have to put it in the show notes, but I think it's called the breaking the, um, something about how to break the mind of being you or break the habit of being it's something like that breaking the habit of being yourself or something yeah I, I know I'm familiar because I know Joe, Joe Dispenza I yeah, studied with, work him, with him yeah studied with him yeah that's what I thought um, that was a really great book too and when you're introduced to this way of thinking you realize I talk about this a lot on my podcast, the idea of choice. You have a choice to dramatically change your life. You, you have a choice to make from day-to-day -day little decisions. But this goes to show you that like you have a huge choice of how, if you want to change your life, you can change your mindset. And that's what I was the most intrigued about is that you really have, you hold that power in your hand. And so everything hinges on the mindset. So if you have a strong the only mindset. Thing I want to remind you though, there's a, there, there is a caveat to this. So I used, uh, and this goes across the board because I, I, I love to uh, help people, but I don't, what I don't want is for people to have an oversimplified idea and then they get so disappointed. Right. That's what Why, I do. When I'm I trying use, to simplify it. 
Well, everyone, everyone does, you know, but, the, but the, the trick of the matter is, um, everything you're there saying that's true. Um, you literally, literally, once you program the Maxwell Maltz, when he's looking in the theater, what you do, that's how I sealed my back. When my back was broken half, I did the exact same thing. And I, and in the theater, I was watching myself in top shape because I'm a professional, uh, I was a world-class uh, professional martial arts specialist. And then I broke my back in a weight training accident when I was 27. So I, uh, I uh, was crippled. When Dispenza had, was run over by a truck when he was something like 21, 22, he was crippled. So we, he, he fixed his back with a similar procedure. Uh, uh, he and I is, is using the idea that Maxwell Maltz is using, but here's the caveat. We were both crippled and I was doing that meditation visualizing for four hours a day. So was Dispenza. He's got nowhere to go because he was completely, they crushed his spine and he had bone fragments embedded in the spinal cord. So, in, so yes, you can uh, self-program when you make a choice. And if, but what you have to understand is to do it that way, if you're going to try to do it yourself, you have to have absolute powerful uh, every single day dedicated focus. And as, that's why Joe, when you listen to Joe, he'll always say, if you can make a decision greater than the environment, and if you can uh, focus all your power and believe it 1,000%, and that you wake up and, yeah, but it's a big if. See, when I did it, I did it in 12 weeks, so did he, but we were both crippled and facing being fused with big rods in our back for the rest of our life. I was living at home with mom. I had food. I didn't have to work. And I would just lay there and do the meditation. Dispenza the same way. He was at his friends, convalescing there. He refused the hospital. And all he did was uh, his meditation, rebuild, rebuild, rebuild. And it works. Mm -hmm. It will absolutely work. But uh, this, is, this is why meditation people like Vipassana or Zen, they go to retreats. They'll go to a, a silent retreat for 10 days or some of the real tough people might go for a whole month. Why? Because they are, they go into a monastic situation that removes an environmental triggers. So the surround is completely controlled and there's no disturbances. Mm. Then they're trying to use a consciousness model to develop consciousness. The problem is, as soon as they leave that monastery and they go back into the, into the environment, the environment is a hundred trillion times stronger than their ability to meditate because all of their, the, the subconscious strata I told you about when you're from uh, conception to six, seven, that is all there. The meditation doesn't do, it doesn't touch it. The difference with me and depth healing is this. Uh, I do everything for you. So I remove the environmental triggers and I disintegrate them. 
So it, in one hour, you'll you you can have a new state that's a hundred that uh, that took you uh, takes a guy a year in meditation. I can do it for you in in one hour because I do it to you, for you. <clears throat> I go right into the subconscious, and I find the trauma where you were sexually abused, and I disintegrate it. When I disintegrate it, your brain reframes, it rearranges, because that perception of being sexually abused isn't there anymore. And when I do that, their, their, and the perception changes, their frequency changes. And very quickly, they, those ladies find themselves attracting really good, healthy men into their life because the frequencies that were, that were attracting the uh, hard, dysfunctional, ugly people isn't there anymore. Mm -hmm. So they're not a lighthouse for the dysfunctional men anymore. And that's all I want to say. It is true. They have people where where Joe attended school for like 20 years, something like that, at the uh, the uh, Ramtha School of Enlightenment in California. That's where he learned all his stuff. They have people there. They do things that completely defy all science. People can levitate. They have people. There's hundreds of people like that in India. You have to understand the, I just want you to understand, it isn't, it doesn't happen like that. To do something like that on their own requires almost complete focus and dedication, the same way that you're doing anything that you don't understand. So, and see, here's the trick, honey. Just think of your daily life. You have three hours or two hours every single day, seven days a week, to just lay on your back and do visualizing with no, kids and your work. <laughs> no, nobody does. But very, 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 very few. I did read, he, he does talk about, I think it's in Joe's book, he talks about a lady who had cancer and she healed mm -hmm. herself like from mm -hmm. imagining those cancer cells dying or or whatever. I can't remember exactly. But um, yep. yeah, he says in there that she spends hours, like I think the whole day, um, just mm -hmm. imagining this. So, and I've heard of some of like some of the retreats and things that I've, I've had friends go to um, that says it's just an amazing experience, but I can totally see okay. what you're saying as far as once you come home, those things, you know, and it, it's, it, it's, 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 we see this in any retreat. If you think of it from any retreat, I've photographed retreats. I've gone and I've sat with people in retreats and it's a whole different energy there. Versus coming mm -hmm. back home, and then you're right back in back in your environment, back in your routine. It's hard. and it all pulls. See, um, you we are all aware of the fact that nowadays people don't have a, uh, much of an attention span. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Used to be when uh, when my father was a young kid, people people's attention spans were. Nowadays, you'd think that they were uh, a, a master guru. They had so much attention. Now you don't have, they have an attention span like that. Mm -hmm. and, and then you want to change your entire, the entire quantum structure of your body. Oh, no, you, 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 you have to really have focused energy. And generally, you have to have specialized circumstances. Mm -hmm. See, when the lady is dying of cancer, 
they have a lot of motivation because they're dying. When I was laying on my back and I was crippled and all the doctors said that, hey, kid, you're finished. You will never do martial arts again for the rest of your life. Uh, I, I'm a very stubborn, angry kind of a man when I was young. And I'm like, oh, no, you're wrong, pal. And the same thing with dispensing. When you have a super strong motivation, but you still have to have a place to live, food to eat, all of the necessities of life have got to be provided for you if, you can, if you're going to spend all day focusing. So all I'm trying to say is we can do, we're designed so that we can do so much. We really can. My, when I made depth healing, it's, it's a treatment. So I do it for you. When you go to a, a big retreat, those guys can't heal you at all in any way, shape, or form. They're going to give you a method, and you got to do it. And if you can, you either you do it or you don't. In my case, you come to see me, and I will do it, and it will change. Period. Mm -hmm. And that, that's what depth healing is designed to do. Yeah, I will say that I can. So when when you and I met, one of the first things I said is because I was looking for someone that because of the trauma and the people that I come in contact with, I want a place to send people. So I'm always looking for healers or counselors or therapists or whatever. And when I heard of his methodology, I was like, this is very interesting, but I have to know for myself. So yes. uh, I said, you know, let, let's do a session. And, um, you know, I, I have to know for myself and I will say that I don't fully understand how energy works. I do believe there is energy. I believe it's scriptural. I believe it's, it's all around us, but I do, mm -hmm. I do believe that it works. And I know after you and I had our session, there was a lot of, there's been a lot of changes since then. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, it, it. I believe it works. And um, I would just encourage anybody that is looking to to try something. Maybe they've tried a lot of different things that has not worked. Um, you know, trauma is a weird thing. It's stuck in our bodies. And there's We have to find something to do with it. So this is an awesome, awesome way of dealing with trauma. And you don't, you know, you use the example of, sexual abuse that's one type of trauma that was not my type of trauma um mine had had to do with a lot of other different mindsets but it doesn't matter that's the beauty of nope. it right doesn't matter what right. what it is nope. doesn't matter at all yeah whether it's financial relational health doesn't make any difference mm -hmm. and Yet another thing to truly point out is that you're in Thailand. So the fact that you can do this from, you know, across the globe right now, it is almost nine o'clock at night here. And you see, it's a beautiful day, nine o'clock AM, almost nine o'clock AM there in Thailand where he's at. So um, it doesn't matter that we're across the globe from each other. Well, you could be, you could be on Pluto, uh, the quantum field doesn't recognize distance. 
So if you wanna if you wanna see the mathematics for that has all been peer reviewed and and done. It's Nassim Haramin wrote all the physics for that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you listen to Joe, one of my favorite people in the world is uh, Bruce Lipton. When I send what they know from now in science is uh, when I send you the energy, you receive 100% of the signal in real time. So when I do something to you or for you, you receive the change in real time. And then things, because the perception changes, the continual growth goes because the resonance, it's not like a one-time thing. You're literally altered. And because you're altered, everything starts to change. What, depending on whatever it is you needed changed, that needed changing. Mm. Now, see, in trauma, um, there's a thing I call a CMO, which is a, a, an acronym that means uh, sympathetic emotional memory override. So let's say, um, like one of your clients, they had their arm blown off. They're they're a, a soldier, mm-hmm. or they're in a car accident, or they they look outside and and they see a, a truck run over their baby, or their little child, or something. What happens is many times because it's a shock, it's sudden, like somebody that you love very much just drops dead, and it was utterly unexpected, and the mind it takes like a it's like a freeze frame but it's not frozen it's playing a movie and when it and because it's a trauma it gets stuck so it's always playing all the time and uh it can go into the background but when but it's sitting there so if there's an environmental trigger something that reminds you of, of that trauma, everything kicks in instantaneously. Thalamus, hypothalamus dumps the neuropeptides into the bloodstream and you relive that. You relive the pain, the emotions, all, all of it depends on the trauma. Mm-hmm. Now, as long as the SEMO is there, the physical body will not heal. It will not heal because in that subconscious program it still thinks that it's hurt today it could be 60 years ago but it it, the subconscious mind doesn't recognize time only only the frontal cortex does so it's still alive so i locate the cmos like yesterday i had a client i had to remove five cmos and i locate exactly when what age and i can i can even locate who or what gave them this this cmo I removed all of those from that person's field. So now with those things dead and gone, their frequency and their whole body temple, everything is completely different. And from that, from yesterday forward, their life will start to uh, reflect that because by resonance, everything now, they're energetically a totally different sending receiving station. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it def- it makes sense. It's, a, you know, it's a little bit science. Science is a little bit over my head, but I do think I understand what you're saying. And I know you did some of this with me and, um, and it, I, it's, 
I can't explain it, but I just know that it works because things change after we, after we had our session. Um, and, you know, I think it's, it's awesome. Can you talk a little bit about like triggers? Because this is a big thing for someone who has endured trauma. And um, there's, I, I think sometimes people don't realize I, until they start to really focus until they start to really focus on the trauma, like and the awareness of what's happening. Um, but sometimes people will just they tr- they have a trigger. Um, mm-hmm. Can you completely get rid of those triggers? Yes, uh, I'm a living example of that. I I used to be the most trigger happy guy in the world. Um, I lived I lived for at least 20 years in a state of continual rage. And uh, through my childhood and, and through one, one thing after another, and I uh, uh, was nothing but triggers. And um, they're, they're almost all completely gone in me now. It takes uh, something fairly unusual to... Uh, trigger me anymore mm-hmm. and that that in it that in and of itself is a miracle now what is the process of of that the, the way i finally was able to remove the triggers i was receiving work similar to myself from dr haberski and then when i started receiving diksha diksha is the ultimate game changer for the triggers because it's it's um it operates specifically through neuroplasticity in your brain, and it starts to uh, uh, disassemble areas in the brain along the parietal lobes responsible for worry, fear, anxiety, regret, remorse, shame. Those areas of the brain just start to close, get smaller, smaller, and finally when they're gone, you can't get triggered by that anymore. Now, what is a trigger? The key, the key kinds of, of frequencies that really rule us are emotions. Anything that has emotion attached to it. That's why when you wanna, when you wanna manifest something out of the quantum field, out of a universe, you must lace it with emotion. You have to lace it with emotion as if it's a reality now. And that is the big sending station. That's why you'll, when you listen to uh, Joe or you listen to, uh, well, the HeartMath Institute is the, is the finest of the fine. Director of research is Roland McCready. The, the founder of HeartMath was, uh, Dr. Sarah, is Dr. Sarah Children. And if you go to the HeartMath Institute, you can find you know, months and months and months worth of reading the finest uh, research in the world. Mm-hmm. So basically speaking, you're, you, you are recording everything all the time, 40 million bits of information per second that's related to the fundamental six years. So that's the programming. Now, think of yourself like a giant keyboard on a piano and let's make the piano about a mile long and it's got millions of keys Mm. and that comprises your big giant subconscious 
an unconscious field which is continuous with the universe. Okay, now you're going through your day and as you go through the day, it's a beautiful looking day. Everything's working nice and, and it's playing some nice keys. And then you happen to go around the corner and there's a guy that has a face just like the man that raped you. Or there's a, uh, you see uh, a situation occur, maybe like, let's just say, I'm just picking these things out, like a car accident, you see it happen. And in your past, you were in a car accident, very similar. So it hits a particular key, a black key. And it starts to play. That's the trigger. The environmental situation, smell, taste, touch, some kind of perception activates that key. And it starts to play. It plays a story. And this and we the, the trouble with a human being is until until or unless you're very high consciousness, where you have the observer uh, activated. You identify with the story. And the identification with the story is where all your suffering is. If you, if you don't identify with the story, you will not suffer. Mm -hmm. Because you, consciousness is above all uh, phenomena. Mm -hmm. Consciousness can look at all phenomena. That's why the guy who said, I think, therefore I am, he's one million trillion times wrong. His consciousness is like that. Thinking is nothing. Very, very little. It is consciousness that watches thinking. That's why when they go to a Vipassana retreat, a meditation retreat, they'll say, just sit quietly and watch thoughts come and go because that's all they do. They have nothing to do with you. Nothing. Thought, thoughts come from the thought sphere. That's a giant strata. It's millions of years old. And all your brain is, is an antenna array. They now know, because they have the instrumentation, you're, when you're thinking, none of the thinking is being done in the head. It's out here. I think it's called a magnetoencephalogram. It's very recent. And the thinking is out, it's, it's in the field. That's why Bruce Lipton tries to tell people with uh, quantum biology. On the cell, uh, you, you're made of 50 trillion cells. And on each of those cells, there's a little receptor called a uh, self-receptor. So Amber has all of her 50 trillion cells. It has a, spe a, a special little antenna called Amber. Mm -hmm. And I have one called Grant. So the signal from the real amber, which is consciousness, is using amber as an avatar. Mm -hmm. And she gets amber's signal. She doesn't get my signal. I get my signal from the real me. This is an avatar. That's why I love the movie. The, I don't know the second one, haven't seen it, but the first movie, one of the easiest ways to understand who you actually are in my opinion, is the movie Avatar, because mm -hmm. that's basically what it what it that's basically what it is. So your body is here to experience and to learn 
and it's a feed forward, feed backward system. Your real true self, or they'll some people call it the higher self, mm-hmm. through this body is experiencing this world. I'm talking to Amber, we're on the phone, all this stuff's happening. I'm at the mountain here in Chiang Mai. It's because we're in the avatar. When, if I blow your head off, or you get blown up by a big bomb, only the avatar is gone. Nothing happens to you. Not Nothing. That's why Eckhart Tolle will say, when you die, the only thing that leaves is everything that's not you. You're still there, but the the body in that isn't there. That that uh, I hope I'm not. I think I'm rambling now. Um, <laughs> I, I think I got off track. But uh, so bring me back on target. <laughs> yeah. No. I was. I. I mean. I. I agree with what you're saying. I. I agree that, you know, we're not our bodies. Um. And I. I definitely agree with that. And I agree with the trigger thing as well. Like. Um. You know, these things, it's hard. And when we've gone through things, I agree with you that those triggers pop up in all different areas. But I think what's great about what you do is that you're able to go in there and kind of shift what's happening inside the brain. And I'll tell you, like, I, I'm kind of a nerd when it comes to like brain stuff. I do. I, I don't understand all the science, but I love to understand how the brain works. So even though I don't understand how, like scientifically how it works, I like understanding how to do, like think certain things or with meditation, I've become consumed with these things from probably about four years ago. Um, I went through my divorce and I had a personal trainer that had recommended to me um, to start meditating and it things changed. That's when I first read Psycho-Cybernetics and I was like, this is, you know, it's, it completely changed my mindset around these things. And being a Christian myself, I, I had to go back to scripture and I had to read like, how does this fit into scripture? And cause I don't want to get too off track, but the more that I read about this, the more I was like, this, this actually fits. And if you read scripture from a scientific basis, like it, it fits too. So mm-hmm. I, um, I mean, which is, we could go down a rabbit hole and get into a whole lot of stuff talking about that. But bottom line is this, you know, and I, I, I do try to concise everything, you know, into the podcast. So it's not, doesn't get too long, but I do want you to talk just a little bit about like, how many sessions does it take? Um, tell people a little bit about your services and what, you know, how you already talked about kind of what you can heal them, how you can heal them, but what would somebody expect as far as how, how many sessions would they need with you and um, how they can get in contact with you? Well, all you do folks is just go to my website, uh, depthhealing.org. It's not .com.org. And just get a hold of me directly there, and I'll take care of you. Um, uh, how do I do it? So, usually, fundamentally, you should, if you, especially if you really want to change your life or get things uh, rolling, you should always figure five sessions as a base. Okay, that's what the divine instructed me 
generally is uh, when, because once I open up the quantum field and we start to change things, we need a certain amount of closure, okay? So um, just if I just do one session for you and we get, we'll get a certain amount of change, it depends on your issue, you know? Like um, if you have a cancer, I need to see you, you know, as many times a month as you can possibly afford. We have to, if you want change, you always have to hit three things. I don't care uh, what what system it is, unless you're talking directly from the divine divine hand itself. You need frequency, duration, and intensity. Otherwise, nothing changes. So frequency, how often? Duration, how long? And frequency, duration, and intensity. So with my with me, you have. Uh, You'll be hard pressed to find anyone more intense than me anywhere in the world. I mean, I'm 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 the real deal, period. So when I'm doing this, I'm always aiming 100%. Okay, so as far as intensity goes, I go all the way, every time, all the time. But if you have something like a cancer, cancers are a big message. It's, that's what everything in your body is, is a message. It's a, it's a language and it's talking to you symbolically. But once it's, once it manifests physically, we got to change everything in a big hurry. We got to find out why it's there, remove that, and then do the cleanup operation. So that, that you got to see me as long as you need to see me because we're trying to save your life. If you have a financial problem or you have a family problem, relationship problems depends on the complexity but generally think five sessions and uh uh that's about all you need to know now if you have collectives i can operate on collectives all the way up to twenty-one thousand people at one time as far as i know i don't know anyone else that does that so if you have like a team you have a uh a boardroom a mastermind group you have a, any kind of collective and you want them to become really coherent, cohesive, uh, solve different problems. Like some big corporation, they called me, they have different problem with their management and I just remove it. I can do that relative to specific questions. So uh, that's the way I, that's the way I do that. This is why I'm, why I'm alive. This is my work. It's the only reason I'm here. So if you if you need me, you just get a hold of me and I'll take I'll take care of you. Yeah. Does and, that answer that question? Yes, absolutely. And also I just want to say that um Dr. G and I are going to be working together on some of the transformation through trauma uh clients and sessions. And um this is something that I want to offer in my sessions for people who truly need it. And, um, you know, I want to help put, I'm honored for that boy. I'm <laughs> I want to put you guys in contact because this is a way that you can, you know, it's, it's, it's relatively like if you end up booking a session, I want to include that in the session. If you are booking this on your own, it's still relatively inexpensive 
if you look at it in relativity to what what's out there to heal these things and some of these things are priceless um you know if you are looking to find the person of your dreams i mean and you've had you struggled in that then that's kind of priceless if that's important to you so i just i i think it's an awesome thing that he's offering to people um and he truly let me just say this there was one caveat you did tell me that where this wouldn't work and that's if someone doesn't buy into it or they don't believe that it could work yep. doesn't matter if i was jesus that that's why they killed Jesus on the cross. Who killed him? The Romans. Pontius Pilate did not feel uh, the divine love of Jesus. And that's Jesus. And the reason for that is this. Uh, uh, the divine, no, nothing will overrule your free will. So if you were to say to me, I do not want your care. I don't believe in your care. I don't believe in none of this stuff. There's nothing I can do. There's nothing anyone. You could get Archangel Michael to sit on your shoulders and you still can't do it unless you say, okay. Um, that's just, that's, that is true. Again, it goes that back to faith, having faith. And, um, you know, you have to have, you have to have faith in, in some regard. We all, we have faith in everything that we do. And that's the thing that you have to understand is that when I go to see a doctor, I have faith that he's going to give me the right medicine or he's going to see me or find out what's wrong with me. Um, when I have get into my car to drive to work or to drive to the gym or wherever I'm going, I have faith that my car is going to get me there safely. So we exercise faith every day. It's just a matter of what we exercise that faith on. So this is, it is kind of, I mean, I know that sometimes people have understood quantum physics or they've studied it or they've looked into it. Um, if you were talking to me five years ago or seven years ago, I would have been like, well, this is a lot. Um, but I do think anyone that goes in and I, I, I recommend people like dive into this and understand this because it, there's a lot of power in it and our whole universe runs on energy. And that's what- That's all it is. Yeah. That's, that's, all you're, that's all you're looking at. And it's in stratas. And uh, there, there's, uh, there's a, a lot to life. And, yes. and in, that, in my case, I combine mystic wisdom and real uh, mystic uh, connection to, with the divine with the cutting edge science. I, I utilize science. It's supported through the divine. And all you have to do, if you go on my website, you can see the testimonials. Um, the, the trick with me is this, uh, you will get results, period. That's, that's the bottom line, eh? Gotta have results. Mm. In, in 12 years, there's been maybe two people that just, and no matter what I did, I, I think they had karmic uh, destinies that I could not, uh, I could not affect. That's in 12, that's in 12 years, a couple thousand people. So every, everybody else is a happy camper. 
I'm proud to say. Well, that's awesome. I really love people, folks. Uh, you got to realize I, I'm almost 70 years old. I've, I've been as poor as a church mouse. I've been broken in half. I've had cancer myself. I've gone through divorce. I've had, uh, I've, I've had just about everything you can think of I've had. And the reason for that is so that I have empathy for people. And I love people. Uh, that's what the name of the game is. And that and uh, nature, the, the world. And we're at, a, we're at a real hefty time right now. This is real serious business now. So in any way I can help you, you just get a hold of me and I'll take care of you. Yeah, man, I, I appreciate you so much sharing with us to tonight here and, in, in, you know, in the morning for you, but I appreciate you sharing so much with us because this is, um, this is definitely something that I think more people should tap into and should definitely try to understand a little bit better. Um, our universe is vast. Our brains are vast and it takes a lot to understand them. I don't know that we'll ever fully conquer the the vastness of it but um i don't think so <laughs> i don't think so yeah but these things are and amber i, I want to say uh, on this show how honored i am that you want to in, in incorporate me in your beautiful book her book is going to be amazing folks very very virtuous work it's really powerful yeah and for those of you who aren't sure about what he's talking about um, there will be a book portion with the transformation through trauma sessions. And uh, for those who, you know, get into the book, contributors to the book, there are authors in there. And, um, you know, my heart behind this whole project is helping people know that there is a place. They're not alone. There's a place to go. There's a place for healing. And, um, you know, we're all in this world together so we need to try to bond together share our experiences share our stories and get our voice out there because we all have that innate thing inside of us that's you know there uh, like like you said you know that you've gone through certain things in your life and that's a perception as well you can decide that you're going to play the victim for the rest of your life or you can decide that you are going to take these things, use them for fuel for the things that you can do from from present on and helping others. That That's where I'll really help you. Because the fact of the matter is there's no such thing as a victim. Now I'll help you if you see me rewrite all of that so that you see it in a completely different light as grace and as a blessing because it all is but there's a trick to it you got to be able to see it and you have the ability to rewrite that and as soon as you rewrite it it all changes mm -hmm. internally for you mm -hmm. and this there's no too, such thing as a victim and this too is is very biblical you know the scripture verse that says all things work together for good for those that love the lord and it's called according to his purpose and you know it's like it's it's a perception and we have to be able to change those things and if you need help changing those things 
think this is the guy that you need to reach out to. Um, I'll do my best for you. <laughs> Dr. G, thank you so much for coming on. Um, yes, I appreciate having you. And I'm sure this is probably not the last time that um, that you and I will be in a room together. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Thank you, honey. Thank you for listening to Through the Trauma Podcast. If you have found value in this episode or believe in the mission behind what we are doing, please subscribe so that you never miss any future episodes. Also, be sure to check out our Transformation Project at transformationthroughtraumaproject.com where we help inspirational stories get heard on a larger scale through multiple platforms. If you know someone who can benefit from this episode, please share it with them. Until next time.